I joined the dark side. Welcome to the Mario Matter, your favorite Nintendo podcast of all times, where we dive into every little bit of Nintendo news, be it Steam Deck. You know, it's not really Nintendo, but we're talking about it today because this thing is great, okay? I joined the dark side. We talk about random news that you might want to know about, you know, regarding the entire Switch and, you know, Nintendo as a company, all these great things that you want to know about. We have a great, great show for you today. We have all Nintendo news, as we just said. We have Steam Deck talk. We answer your questions. This show is packed. We have the Christmas decorations all in full force, guys. It is as of recording, November 24th. That means it is the day after Thanksgiving in America and everywhere else, I think. So we busted out the Christmas Squishmallow, which we had last. We we had this guy in last episode. We have the reindeer thing that comes. You know, his freaking head comes off. Look at that! Boom! And we also have a polar bear, which is behind me. Sorry, audio listeners, for you know kind of rubbing it in. But we have the cool stuff on the video version of the podcast. Very cool. But with that said, you don't care about any of that. You just click on the show for the news. Maybe you're even already skipping through the whole timeline, seeing where you want to skip to. We have chapters in the timeline of the podcast on YouTube and Spotify. If you want to skip to a certain part of the podcast, it's also a good time to mention we are on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Amazon podcast, Google podcast, wherever. We're on every platform known to man except for like Tinder. All right. Anyways, let's get to the news. All right, let's go. Dude, my calendar is so outdated. Hold on. Switch this right now. November 20... What's today? F- 5th, as I'm posing this. November 25th. All right, a change of the calendar. Welcome to the Nintendo News Headline segment, where we go through all Nintendo news from, from the past week. If you've watched this podcast before or listened before, we post every single Saturday. So we're taking news from last Saturday, the 18th of November, and... We're ending all the news here on Friday, November 24th, which is when I'm recording this podcast. All the news in that time frame we are talking about right now. So, guys, we begin with November 18th, okay? This is one day after Nintendo's newest first-party game has released, Super Mario RPG. If you have not yet bought this, I haven't beaten the game yet, but from you know what I've played so far... It's definitely a fun buy. Definitely buy. I mean, that's just my advice. I can't tell you what you like and what you don't buy. Uh, but I like this, okay? I like buy the game, all right? I've been playing this game. And our first piece of news has to do with the game, all right? So, we have Super Mario RPG has a useless cheat code in the game. Yes, it does. So, obviously, this game is a remake of the original game on the SNES, Super Mario RPG. It's a remake. It's not totally brand new, but it's brand new as a Switch game. So, it's being remade, and it is remade. And in the original game in Japan, the original one had a cheat code in it. Now, this cheat code has been brought over to the Switch version in all regions, not just, not just you know, Japan now. So, what is this cheat code and what does it do? So I'll go ahead and give you the cheat code right here. And then I don't want to spoil what it does. Google it if you want to know. But it's pretty much useless. All right. So the code is down, up, right, left, L-R-L-R-B. I assume that's D-pad down, D-pad up, 
D-pad down, D-pad up, D-pad right, D-pad left, LR, LR, B. Use that combo in the game, I believe in, in, the, in the menus of the game. And once again, well, you know what? Here's what I'll do. If you don't want to know what it does, take out your earbuds right now and put them back in in five seconds. All right, so Toad pops up on the screen. That's, I think, all it is. Cool. All right, guys, put your headphones back on. Turn your volume back up. We just said what it does. That's what I read it does. I mean, I haven't tried it yet, but that sounds pretty useless to me. All right, useless cheat code for you if you really want. If you log on to Mario RPG, you might just find that on there. All right, so... Now, we move to November 19th. We didn't get much news on the 18th of November. If you've been around the podcast, you would know Nintendo doesn't really give out news on the weekends. They just think, you know, people are busy, which they are. But I also feel like it's kind of a smart move to put out news on weekends because more people can see it. I mean, I don't really know. Whatever they want to do, they're smarter than I am. November 19th is when the newest Splatoon 3 Splatfest actually wrapped up. There was a Splatfest, it was about go-to greetings, and the three teams were Handshake, Fist Bump, and I think Team Hug were the three teams on this Splatfest. Let me just please verify this this info. Yes, Handshake, Fist Bump, Hug. I was Team uh, Fist Bump, and I actually was playing a good amount, so I guess I wasn't playing good enough because... The winner has been revealed, and the winner of that Splatfest is Team Handshake. Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to you know, I'm not, I'm not diving into the whole stats. I dive into how the heck t- Team Handshake won. All right, so go to greetings. Handshake, fist bump, or hug. It's just such a bad category. It's such a bad Splatfest because here's the thing. This is a go-to greeting. There's a difference between a go-to greeting, a first greeting, and a greeting to somebody that you're, you know, very, very close with. I'd say for your first ever greeting of somebody, handshake, obviously, once you're close, fist bump or the dap. Hug, I don't really ever do. So, like, handshake, yeah, but, like, like, hold on. If you invite your friend over to your house or to your home right now, and they ring the doorbell. Are you giving them a handshake like your close friend? Like your very, very close friend? I guess like if dapping them up counts as a handshake, I guess. I'm just thinking like firm handshake. Like like firm business handshake. Like that should not win. But if handshake includes like dapping them up, I I can see it. Okay, I maybe I can see it. Oh man, I don't know. Fist bump, I don't do either, but that's like the closest thing. I guess the 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 dap up would probably fit in the handshake. Yeah, okay, you know what? I can see how handshake won. All right, I'll take the L there. Handshake wins the Splatfest. The next one is probably soon to come. They've been doing Splatfest in Splatoon 3 for over a year now. I wouldn't be surprised if it isn't happening anymore next year. So play your Splatfest, all right? They, they might end soon. Now, moving to... November 21st, we are skipping over the 20th because, you know, ain't nothing happened. Guys, I was looking for news, right? Because I bring you news and I was looking and like, there was just no news. Everything, every single day that that you look at, whether it's the 19th, the 22nd, any day this week was Nintendo Black Friday. Here's the best deals. Black Friday sales. If you still want them, I covered them in the last episode. 
I don't have them for you. That's all any article was. This Black Friday. Oh, micro SD card, $40 off. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, cool. Get the bag, I guess. Okay, so November 21st, we had interesting pieces of news and some that I was actually asked about before the podcast even, you know, before this show even aired. Somebody asked me, like, about this update that I'm talking about. They were like, what does this do? I'm like, wait until Saturday, and then I'll tell you. So, guys, the the Switch got updated. And, you know, I say this exact analogy for every single time this, this happens. When the Switch updates, you, you expect, like, oh, my gosh, wow, we're getting themes. Things changed. Especially because this new update is the 17.0.0 update. I think I just, wait. What is it? No, it's not. Hold on, wait a minute. Was I lied to? No, 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 sorry. That's right, that's right. So I download this update, and you didn't even have to reboot your console. It's just like a little instant update. What was I saying? You think this update is like, wow, you know, but I just downloaded like iOS 17 or 18 or like whatever the new phone update is, and everything changed, right? This Switch update, 17.0.0, changed barely anything. They changed nothing. Not, like, nothing that you would ever notice. So, they added more words to the banned words list. So, for example, you can't say any naughty words in your Switch profile name, I don't believe. In, like, Pokemon trainer names and things like that. So, they added more banned words. I'm not going to repeat them to you because they're banned for a reason. But I don't even like, like want to link the words that were. If you go in the, in the description of the podcast, you can see all my sources for this news. I don't even want to link the source because like you'll see the words and I don't even want to show them. Seek it out for yourself. I'm not going to link that one. Seek out the update patch notes for yourself to see what words were banned. I do not want to repeat them. But, like, I read them. Pretty bad words to ban. But if you want to, like, actually please the community, don't ban these kinds of words. Ban things like, I don't know, Gyat and, like, Riz and all that stupid TikTok slang. Like, ban all. Like, we, we don't need that on the Switch platform. We don't need any of that. Who's naming their Pokemon trainer the Rizzler? Or, like, it doesn't need to happen. It shouldn't happen. Hopefully, it will never happen. And hopefully, it hasn't happened. Don't do that. Just ban those words. Like, that'll please everybody, okay? Just please do it. We don't need that. Now, moving on. Something else, guys. Oh, my gosh. An update that actually matters. Super Mario Bros. Wonder. This game, you've probably already beaten it. It's been out for over a month. They just put out version 1.0.1, and that's actually weird to hear because normally 1.0.1, a lot of times, not all the time, obviously, as this case is, not all the time, but a lot of the time, 1.0.1 is the day one update for a game. So, for example, if we're releasing Mario RPG, hypothetically, you know, Nintendo likes to put out day one updates to to fix things right when the game is released, and that's version 1.0.1. Mario Wonder didn't need that. It was just, it was too perfect. Realistically, I think because there was like so much testing and like pre-gameplay for Mario Wonder, they didn't need a day one update. Like they were showing it off at 
uh, was it PAX West? They were showing it off at Nintendo Live. All these conventions, so many like like tests going on. They didn't actually need to put out a day, day one update because they, they just didn't need it. It was a perfect game from the start. However, there are still a few glitches, you know, a few slip-ups here that we have to patch. So what was changed in Mario Wonder version 1.0.1? We have a few things. Not many, but a few things. The first one being with heart points. Selecting restart or exit course will revert points to what they were before entering the course. So when you were playing Mario Wonder and you were getting heart points in the course, you know, you were giving people items and things like that. If you restarted, you would you would still have those points. Now, if you restart or exit, you won't have them. So they were kind of letting you get away with a lot of stuff right there. That, that's a good way to farm points. Don't cheat, though. Now, another thing. Staff credits, additions, and adjustments have been made to staff names. I did read, I don't know whose name was messed up, but uh, someone's name was like spelled wrong, and they added a few names, I believe. So, yeah, a few adjustments there. And then also we have general updates. Several issues have been addressed to improve the gameplay experience. We don't know what those are, but you can assume it's just things like, like performance stuff. Like, you know, you won't get stuck here this pixel won't look off it's just like tightening up the loose screws is the uh, the uh, the analogy that i'll use there good enough but mario wonder updated i beat the game i 100 percented the game phenomenal if you're on the edge like oh my gosh do i buy mario wonder buy it like i i don't care what games you like if you don't buy mario wonder you're missing out i'll just put it like that Thank Nintendo. Get on your knees and thank Nintendo that it's not 70 bucks. Because it very well should be. It definitely should be. Alright, now, we have more news from the exact same day. Nintendo is giving out money. In a way. I mean, you, you have to spend money first, but like, they'll give you some back. Alright, what's the news where they give you money? You, yes you, can earn gold points when signing up for one year of Nintendo Switch Online plus Expansion Pack. Now, how many gold points is that? And what are gold points? Gold points are kind of like Nintendo's reward program. Like, if you buy a game on the eShop, you will then get gold points. I believe it's like 10% gold points. So if, if, if I buy a game that costs $60, or no, this is how it works. If I buy a $60 game, I'll get 60 gold points. So it's like a dollar is one gold point. And so that's the case here. However, they're giving you a little bit more. You will get 20% gold points on your purchase. So if I spent, if I spent $80 on a Switch Online expansion pack, guys, let's do the math. So that's $80 and then 20% of it, uh, 20%, uh, 20% of 80 is 16 but we put a zero behind it i believe so if my math is correct guys you will get a hundred wait that's not right hold on <laughs> that is not right i think that you get 16 gold points 20 percent gold points i think that you just wouldn't get gold points before but now you get 16 hold on 
Wait, this made sense before the podcast, but it ain't making sense now. <laughs> I believe it's only 16 gold points. Maybe, look, for a limited time, you can earn 20% in my Nintendo gold points on your purchase or renewal of a 12-month Switch Online or Switch Online Expansion Pack membership. What is 20? So 16 gold points? That's a rip, guys. Don't even do it. Don't even fall for this crap, all right? Don't fall. And that's the most that you can get. Or maybe it's like 20 extra. So maybe it'll be like 80 and then plus the plus the 16, 96 coins. Guys, don't do it. They're scam. This this sounds better than it actually is. We just debunked a scam. I'm kidding. But I mean, either way, if you're gonna renew or sign up for the online membership, I mean, I would do it now just because they're giving out something free that they don't they don't always do. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Just don't expect, you know, to be able to buy Mario Wonder with those gold points. But you know, whatever you want to do. This whole offer ends December 7th. You can purchase it or renew it. Whichever one you want to do. I mean, be because I can, I guess I will renew just to get some gold points on my account. It's essentially getting a discount on Switch Online. Because they give you gold points that's worth a dollar. And there you go. There you go. Gold points galore. Now we move on, guys, to the next topic here. With a game that I've been through the ringer with. Fade Farm! Guys, when this game first released, I wasn't hating on the game. But I was just like, this game is not, not worth $60. And it's still not. It's on sale right now for $45 and $30 on Steam. Uh, Fade Farm is the next game to get a free trial on Nintendo Switch Online in North America and Europe. So if you have Switch Online, you would know that some games get free trials, of course. I believe that Stardew was the game one time. I believe uh, there was one other, I think, was it FIFA got a free trial one time? Some games like that, you, you can play for like a week. Of course, it's a free trial, and then you can decide off that, do you want to buy the game? Well, now, Fae Farm is that free trial game. You get full access to the game for one week, that week being November 22nd, to November 29th, you can access the game. Can I do it right now? I don't really want to. I don't think that's a smart idea. But you could if you want to. Let me fix this thing. Okay. You could if you want to, okay? You can. You can You can use Fae Farm. You can buy Fae Farm. Whatever you want. It's free trial. My thoughts on the game, though. My thoughts... I haven't played a lot of it, but it's just kind of like your everyday farming game. Like, it's just not crazy special. It's just kind of farming. Like, that's what we're looking at here. It's just farming. And yeah, you do other side quests and you talk to people, but like, you know, there was no like wow factor for me. It wasn't like a mind-blowing experience. Just buy Stardew, buy Stardew Valley. Much better value and cheaper, too. Buy Stardew, okay? Bam. Now, November 22nd, guys, Nintendo is going 18+. plus. What do I mean? Nintendo has added GoldenEye and Jet Force Gemini on the Switch Online expansion pack in Japan. Now, there's a catch. There's a serious catch here. Both of those games in Japan are rated 18+. plus. So, Nintendo has gone ahead and created... An 18 plus version of the N64 Switch Online expansion pack 
app where you can access all your N64 games. You have to be 18 years or older to download it in Japan. This is not applicable for the US or the UK. This is a Japan thing, okay? So, Nintendo, they're, they're going 18 plus, and you, you have to seriously sit here and think. Those, those two games are made by Rare. There is one N64 game that is rated 18 plus that is also made by Rare. And I forget the exact name of the game. <laughs> Hold on one second. Um, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. I knew, I knew that. Uh, that game is not for children. Can we get the exact rating for it? I believe it is. It is M for Mature. That game is not for children. I'm not advocating maybe, but, you know, 18 plus... N64 games made by Rare. A meme at this point is Conquer's Bad Fur Day, the game. Put that on there. Bring Conquer's Bad Fur Day to Switch Online, okay? Do it. The community wants it. I won't play it, I don't think, but the community wants it. Just do it. Do it, Nintendo. Do it. Bring the game over. But, you know, in short, they just start bringing games over that are rated M for Mature, and they want to make it all safe by making an 18-plus app. We might even see that in America at some point if they bring over some real real mature N64 game. We might even see it here. Who knows? But that's a Japan thing for now. Now, November 23rd, we have two pieces of news. Uh, we could actually call it... If you want, you can call it like four. Because if... Let's start here. If you go to your Nintendo Switch and you go to... The Switch Online app on your Switch. And you head over to Missions and Rewards. Guys, do it with me. Do it with me. You can actually look at Super Mario RPG icons. There are a bunch of brand new icons. I said four pieces of news. Make that three pieces of news. This is the first one. There are brand new Super Mario RPG icons. I have to get all of these later. Go check them out. There are 10 platinum points per icon and 5 platinum points for the backgrounds and the uh, frames to use on your Switch Online icon. Here is my current Switch Online icon. Uh, can I can I show it? To you? Can I like zoom this in here? Yeah, I can zoom it in. Look at me. I got Franklin from Animal Crossing for our video listeners, uh, for our audio listeners. It is, as I said, Franklin from Animal Crossing. With a little bit of an orange background. That was kind of for Thanksgiving. I guess I should probably change it now because that is over. Thanksgiving is in the past. So I should change it. Comment down below what I should change it to. Whether you're on Spotify. Spotify does like question and answers. So write it in there what I should change my profile picture to. And YouTube comments are of course a thing. Comment down below whatever platform you're on if you can. What I should change the name or the profile picture too and while you're at it maybe even leave us a five star review while you're at it man we're just plugging the promos all right put the switch back we're all good and dandy we have one two more pieces of news our next piece of news super mario bros wonder has sold one million physical copies in japan now that's pretty cool because we got word that this game if we go to just search Best-selling Nintendo Switch games. Let's let's pull up the exact number. Wikipedia, if you go there and you scroll down to number... What number is it? Here we go, here we go. Mario 
Wonder. Search for Wonder. Wonder. 4.3 million copies sold already. If one of those are physical and in Japan, if one million of those, that, that number must have gone far up. Far up. Because here's the thing. Mario Wonder sold 4.3 million in the first nine days. That one, that was when the number was recorded for 4.3 million. So if they have now sold 1 million physical in Japan, imagine what they've done in America. Imagine Europe. That number is probably like closing in on maybe like 9 million right now. They've definitely sold a lot more ever since. And imagine Christmas this year, how many Mario Wonder games are going to be gifted can I gift Mario Wonder to anybody? I don't think so. No one really wants it that I know. Or 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 has it already. Yeah, I can't I, I can't give the gift of Mario Wonder, but maybe you can. Mario Wonder's number is gonna spike very soon. Then our final piece of news, guys, for our Japaneseans, we have Ganondorf life-sized. That's a scary thought. You don't even want to think about that. So here on screen is a statue of Ganondorf in real life. Now, some months ago, before the game actually launched, launched uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, we had a Link statue show up at various places like Nintendo Live, PAX East, things like that. So if you saw that statue, you know, with Link holding his arm and he's like reaching out, if you saw that statue, it's essentially the same thing. However, Ganondorf is like, twice his size so we have a gigantic ganondorf statue it's the same pose that he's doing in his amiibo so if you have the amiibo or if you know what it looks like it's that exact same almost lunging pose that he's doing in his life-size statue i like it now now if you're in japan somehow some way you know i don't imagine i have many japan listeners it is going to be at lion square in front of Fukuoka Mitsukoshi. I pray I said that right. But if I didn't, hopefully you can know what I mean here, okay? It'll be there seemingly all day. It says 10 o'clock to, quick math, 8 o'clock all day. Wait, yes, that yes, that's correct. I'm trying to like I'm trying to do time 10 to 8 every day in front of there. And yeah, go get a picture, go get a selfie, go do what all the cool kids do over there. And that is it for all of the Nintendo news. Now, guys, our next topic. So, if you guys know about Steam, Valve, PC game... What do you even call it? They aren't like a PC game company, but like Steam is like where you buy all your PC games at. Like, that's very cool. If you're buying a PC game, you're buying it on Steam. They, of course, have their... Nintendo Switch competitor, the Steam Deck. And I actually just bought one. It's got fingerprints and everything. That's how you know I've been using it. I bought one. And this is the Steam Deck OLED, okay? I didn't know if this would be better than the than the Nintendo Switch OLED. And I still don't know if I want to say that right now. But first impressions, this thing is better than the Switch OLED. And I want to talk about it, because this is quite the debate. I want to talk Switch OLED or Steam Deck OLED. Let's talk. So, 
I get my Steam Deck OLED. It's been about three days with the thing. And I am not a gigantic, like, PC gamer. I'm more of like a... Okay, well, if the game is out on Steam and Switch, then I'll probably just buy it on Switch if it's not too, like, graphic-reliant. Of course, I'll buy it on PC if it has better graphics, but otherwise, I'm a Switch guy, right? So, I was like, well, how can I get, essentially, a Switch, but with just, like, better hardware? And that's where this Steam Deck comes in. So I want to introduce you to what this whole thing is in case you do not know what a Steam Deck is and you're like, why should I care about this segment? A Steam Deck is basically a freaking computer in a handheld. That's basically what it is. As you can see, I have Stardew on here, Disney Infinity, Animal Crossing, New Leaf, Wii Sports. I have emulators on here and I have Steam games on here. So it's essentially similar to a Switch but you can access websites on here. It's like the Switch with a web browser, but it's not just a web browser. Like it has like a whole computer design. Like it runs, I believe, Linux. It's it's basically a computer in a small handheld machine and it can dock as well. This thing is great. But then you also have the Nintendo Switch OLED. This thing is of course a Switch OLED. It's gonna be hard to, to, to you know go wrong with one of those, right? I want to talk because after dealing with both of these for some time, I want to talk to you about which one is better. Which one do I like? I joined the freaking dark side. Okay, so I want to, I'm not, I'm not going to do like a full comparison, but I want to highlight which one I like better and why. If you're asking me, I will compare one thing. The Switch OLED is $360, $350. The Steam Deck OLED, not to like flex, I'm just like telling you the price. The Steam Deck OLED, for the one I paid, I believe it was, well, let's not say, you know, the one that I paid for. Because like, the, the entry price for a Steam Deck OLED is going to be $549. And that's pretty hefty. That is about $200 more than the Switch. So you're like, that's a lot of money. I don't want to pay for that. The thing is, that's a, like almost the same price as the PS5 or the Xbox Series X. 50 bucks more. I'm not, I'm not acting like that's pocket change, but like if you're spending that, that kind of money, you might want to dish out 50 more for a Steam Deck. Which one's better? I gotta say Steam Deck. Okay, here's the thing, guys. I love Nintendo games. I do. I love Nintendo games, and... I am not going to play any Switch games on the Steam Deck. That's just not how I'm going to do anything. I'm not playing Switch games on Steam Deck. What I am doing is playing Steam games on Steam Deck. And, of course, other games among those. Steam Deck is great, though. Because I've always, always looked for a way to play some games that I own, essentially, in a handheld form... When they weren't created to be handheld. For example, let's talk, you know, freaking Animal Crossing City Folk. That game is on the Wii, on TV. You can't get that handheld. I'm not the first person to emulate Animal Crossing City Folk. If you want to arrest anybody, go arrest somebody else. <laughs> I own City Folk. I backed up my copy. You can emulate that game. I now own the game handheld. 
I don't know, like, this, this is great. So now, guys, I can play Animal Crossing City Folk handheld. That alone wins me over. I'm sorry, I'm a Steam Deck user. That's just, like, how it goes. Now, I, I'm never gonna become, like, a Steam Deck YouTuber. That, that'll never happen. No. Probably not. I don't, I don't see a way. I don't know how that, like, what I even do. You can't talk about Steam Deck forever. I will never become a Steam Deck YouTuber. But, this thing's great. Now, imagine if you can play Animal Crossing City Folk on here. But Mario Kart Wii, New Super Mario Bros. U, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, GameCube, whatever. You, like, Steam Deck has won me over. Just on the emulation fact alone. Like, realistically, it has. And not to mention, like, you can do Fall Guys, you can play Stardew, you can play almost any game known to man on here. That's what I like about this. I am not just a Switch player as much as it seems. Like, I talk about Switch this, Switch that on this podcast. I play other things too, and things that are also not on Switch. And it's just nice having them all be in this one device. I think that's what I love about it so much. Like, it's just the fact that it's just one thing. I don't have to bounce from one console to the next, to the next, to the next. If I want to do that, that's cool. But it's just all on one thing. You can take it wherever you want. And not to mention, it just feels quality. Like, this, I, I gotta say, is better than the Switch OLED. Now you might be thinking, Max, it's 200 bucks more. Obviously, it's gonna be better. And I, I understand that. I get it. I think I'm just, like, in the honeymoon phase. The only problem with having a Steam Deck, though, this is the only downside. When being a Nintendo fan, the only downside is you don't hope anymore for, like, third-party games to come to Switch. Because they're already on Steam. You, you, you can buy them here. Like, you know, you don't, you don't hope for, like, the, you know, the, any game to come to Switch. You're like, oh, boy. I hope that, you know, this game, you know, it's out on Steam. Like, for example, that Moonstone Island game or whatever is on Steam right now, but it comes to Switch, like, next year. I can play it now. Like, that's just, like, one of the benefits to anybody considering picking up a Steam Deck. Please, you won't regret it if you use it for the right reasons. Emulation, fun, and Steam games. You won't regret it. I knew that the Steam Deck OLED was calling me, so I went and got it. I went, like, once they announced the brand new one, I was like, okay, I have to. So, bro, I, I, I bought freaking Disney, in, bro, I bought Disney Infinity on here. Can we, oh, I, I don't even, I don't have an, uh, I don't have it installed. Can we launch, like, Disney Infinity 1.0? Look at this. We're gonna launch Disney Infinity. All my thumbprints are on the screen. I have to get this, I, I have to get a freaking... Screen protector. Like, the fact that I can play Disney Infinity on here and, like, you can't play it on Switch is already, like, winning me over. Like, that's freaking cool. So, sorry, I'm just in my honeymoon phase, all right? Steam Deck OLED is better than Switch OLED. There's only a few spots where, where the Switch wins, and that is that the Switch has Switch games. Now, you're going to tell me the Switch can emulate... I mean, sorry, the Steam Deck can emulate Switch games. Yes, it can. But I feel like that's way worse than emulating about any, a, anything else. Probably. That's way worse. I wouldn't do that. But is the Steam Deck OLED better than wherever I put my... Put, where's the Switch? Better than Switch OLED. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I just wanted to give like a mini review, tell you that it's better. I'm sorry, like this sounds so mean. I love the OLED. And I don't want to make you feel like this thing sucks. It's great. It's cool. I just like wanted to compare them and why I've been playing this one and why most of my handheld gaming will probably go on here from now on. I just like it. Steam Deck OLED versus Switch OLED. Steam Deck OLED gets gets the get, gets the toot. Gets the blowhorn. Gets the like the you know the the celebration. I'm in a honeymoon phase. It can't replace the Switch, but it can do a lot more than the Switch. That's my little Steam Deck discussion. I think it's cool. Once again, if you're on the edge of maybe buying it, I would say do so. Do it. It's cool. With that said, though, once again, I don't want this to, to come across like, yeah, your Switch sucks. Get the Steam Deck. I just think it's interesting how... You have this console. For years, it was unbeatable. The Switch, Xbox can't go handheld. PlayStation couldn't go handheld. Now it can, I guess, because the the freaking Wii U gamepad thing. The PlayStation Portal, there you go. This thing was unstoppable, and now you have a worthy competitor for it. I don't know. I think that Nintendo, and here's like what I'm trying to get at here. I think that Nintendo needs to step up their game with the Switch 2. If they put out a console and it looks just like this, you're you're screwed. You need to beat the Steam Deck. You need like some scroll wheels on the on, on the Joy-Cons or you know, you need a more sturdy feeling system cuz this just won't cut it. If you make one more of these, it's just not going to cut it. Nintendo, figure it out and beat Steam Deck. With that said, let's move on to your favorite segment of the show, the Answering Your Questions segment, where I answer your questions. Let's skadoodle. All right, it is time to answer the questions that you have left me. The good old question answering segment. Guys, you have left me questions on YouTube, on Discord, on these very cool platforms here, and I'm going to answer them right here, right now. Just for you on the Mario Matter episode 65. 65 still sounds so weird. Now, if you want to know how to answer, or sorry, how to ask a question, there are two ways to do so. One, check on my YouTube community post every Wednesday. You will see a question answering post that says, hey, the Mario Matter episode 65 airs this Saturday. Ask your questions, and you can drop them there. Or if you don't want to wait until Wednesday... Feel free to join my Discord server. You can join that, and you can write your question in the Ask M Swizzle channel. Make a Discord account. If you don't have one, you have to be 13 years or older. That is Discord TOS, not mine. But in the Discord server, you can also leave, you know, all your good old questions there. Now, to the questions. If you want to get your question answered first and a guaranteed response for your question, feel free to become a channel member, which is where you support the channel monetarily. And you also get not only guaranteed questions, but also you get special podcast episodes. You get emojis. You get sometimes, you know, depending on which which tier you, you select, I will follow you on social media. You'll get physical newsletters. You'll get so many cool things with channel memberships. Did I mention shout outs at the end of videos? I didn't do that. Bam, 
All right, now let's go to the members' questions. We have two member questions here. One from Ethan's Tech Room, who asks, When do you think Nintendo will tease their new console, and what, what gimmicks should they show? Can we all agree it's Christmas time, even though it starts November 1st? It's, it's freaking Christmas time. It's Christmas. It's, it's almost December. It's Christmas time. Call it that. But when will they tease their next console and what gimmicks should they show? I think that they tease it next. Hmm. I'm saying next April. Because if you really have a 2024 like release, you want to tease it like before summer. Have it pop up everywhere this summer. Put it in theme parks where all, all the kids are going to. Like put posters like Switch 2 coming out this October. Like whatever. If you promote it before the, the summer, you can kind of have more time to make sure it's in everyone's face on Disney Channel commercials. Things like that. And what gimmicks should they show? I think what you should have is something similar to that Steam Deck that I just talked about. If we show the Steam Deck, there are these little track pads that you can like use your thumb on to like glide, you know, a cursor or things like that, or like a mouse. I think that they should have a scroll wheel or something like that, something that you don't see on every game controller. They tried to add the little capture button to you know, get screenshots or videos of the games, and yeah, that's kind of cool, but everyone else has cut up to you. Xbox and PlayStation have had that for a long time. You need to add something that no one else has because they haven't really done that for a long time. They've tried, but they haven't really done it well. You need to add a scroll wheel. You need to add a little cool, weird awkward button or some new cool layout that no one else thought of like something like that they need to add but for a gimmick i'd say like a little scroll wheel or something that you can like scroll and like it'll click each scroll if that makes any sense like it's like scrolling on a mouse but each time that you scroll it like makes it makes it like a click sound like something cool like that would be kind of nice now jack asks what features would you want to return in the next Mario Kart. Um, honestly, everything. Now, I mean, I can't imagine losing any of the features that we have now. I want the battle mode. I want the... All the tracks that we have now. But that might not happen. I want all the characters. In specific, though, I couldn't imagine a Mario Kart without battle mode. Battle mode is fun. Although I don't play it very much, and we should do it next, next member's live stream. Um... Battle mode is so much fun. Battle mode, I want to be in the next Mario Kart. Along with other things too, like I want all the same characters to return. I understand that all the all the same tracks, like, you know, re returning isn't always doable. But just if, if I can have the same characters, bring my Animal Crossing villager over, the one that I use in every single race, bring him over, we're solid. But in specific, battle mode. Battle mode, characters, and I want to give you one more. And the and the jukebox that they recently added. Because listening to music from the game that you love is one of the greatest things. Then Purple Phoenix asks, as for a question, if 
If Nintendo makes a Mario Baseball game, do you think they will take the limited content with free updates approach they took with Mario Strikers? Or will they actually add a decent amount of content in the base game? That's a hard one because they like to do that free update thing. They did it with, I mean, Animal Crossing, they did it with Mario Strikers. But however, while they like to do that and constantly do do that, They've gotten backlash like every single time that they've done it. So do they do it on the next game now? Um, Mario baseball game though. Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah, yeah, probably. Because they wouldn't have done it this many times. They went the first, not the first, one of, like, the games, the first games that I recall to get this kind of free update thing, like, one of the bigger ones was Animal Crossing New Horizons, and I gotta say, like, I was a big, big-time Animal Crossing fan, and I saw all the backlash that they got for, like, not putting out th- these updates in a timely manner. Like, there was a whole, like, March to... September drought of free updates when we were missing so much stuff uh or maybe like March like 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 April to I don't know but there was like a super long gap where we didn't get any updates I think that they saw the backlash but then still did it with Mario Strikers the year after all the backlash so yeah I think they will probably do the whole free update thing they don't care for the backlash it must just like help them out because honestly it does kind of work in the way that if you, you know, release this game. Hey, guys, Mario Mario Baseball just released. There's some promo. Then later on, hey, we just added these characters to the game. More hype. And then you do it again. More hype. It can maybe, like, make a bit more of a splash that way for marketing. So, yeah, I think that they'll do it. I don't mind it, to be honest, as long as, like, everything that needs to be in the game is in there at the end. Like... I don't mind. If we start Mario Baseball with Mario and Luigi, and then like 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 six other characters, and then they add two in every update, I'm not gonna mind. Like, it's just characters. I don't know. Put the important stuff in first, and then add tiny things in a timely manner. Bam, that's how you do it. Uh, T Lusta or Tlusta Ziddle. 25 asks if you could add any character to any Mario Kart game who would it be so the the only Mario Kart that I play nowadays is mainly Mario Kart 8 Deluxe I play some Mario Kart Wii here and there uh so I would add them to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and I gotta say he's not like my favorite character in all of Nintendo but Somebody that needs to be in there is Tom freaking Nook. Tom Nook needs to be in Mario Kart. That's honestly a crime that you have Isabel, two villagers, and not Tom Nook. I get that would be a lot of Animal Crossing characters. But you need Tom Nook in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. You do. And if not then, then you need him in Mario Kart 9. I'm honestly, like, I was kind of holding out hope that they would add Tom Nook in the DLC. But then they were like characters from previous games and then i i lost all my hope like it's it wasn't gonna happen but tom nook please eventually adam you know what adam to mario kart 9 that's 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 the plan that's the en route plan right there 
and then M Swizzle Enthusiast 2. Do you think the Zelda movie will be like the Mario movie, or will it be a flop? It already won't be like the Mario movie because it's it's a live action movie. Uh, I mean, here's the problem. It might not be a problem, but like it won't be like the Mario movie because it's not like you know, it's not like Illumination, who made the Mario movie, is making the Zelda movie. It's Sony Pictures. Like, like, what is that? Like, are, are we going to let them control the Zelda movie? I guess so. Um, so it's under their control who they cast and stuff like that. Um, however, Nintendo is going to apparently have a big input on, on what happens here in the movie. Um, I don't like the live action approach. I don't like it at all, to be honest. I think it needs to be animated. I wouldn't even mind if Illumination was the one doing the animation again. Because they did it pretty well for the Mario movie, I thought. I wouldn't even mind here, to be honest. I don't think it'll flop, per se. I think that the Zelda movie will just... Uh, well, here's the, here's the thing. Zelda's big, man. Z Zelda Tears of the Kingdom sold 10 million copies at a $70 price point in the first three days of the game being out. Mario Wonder sold 4 million in the first, like, nine days. And that's not me saying that, you know, Zelda is a bigger franchise. I wouldn't say that. Mario is more of, like, a casual franchise guy, you know. But I'm saying that there, there's a Zelda fan base, dude. So, I think it'll do a little bit better than it's expected to. But it won't beat the Mario movie. It certainly won't flop, I don't think. Unless, like, it looks horrendous. Like, in the trailers, if it looks horrendous, then maybe. But if it's just, like, pretty decent, I think it'll do a little bit above whatever they're projecting. So, a little bit worse than Mario movie, but not bigger or not equal to the Mario movie. A little bit less. Real Super Mario asks, Howdy, Max. I've never actually played an Animal Crossing game. What a crime! Arrest him! I'm kidding. All good. All good. All good. Which one would be a good entry point into the series for a beginner? Yes. Contrary to popular belief, many, many believe that you should begin with the first game in the franchise for any game franchise. Whether it be Zelda, Metroid. I don't believe that's true. I think for Animal Crossing... You can start with the one on the on the GameCube, which is the first ever Animal Crossing game. Essentially, you know, you have the Japanese N64, but that's nothing. You can start with the GameCube, I guess. But I think that for the most cookie-cutter, clean experience that'll tell you what you need to know, I think starting with Animal Crossing New Horizons. It is the newest one, the newest Animal Crossing game on Switch. But I believe that's like the most straightforward, easy, easy to understand, you know what you're doing kind of thing. And then work your way down. So I began with Animal Crossing New Leaf. It just happens to be my favorite game of all time. And then I kind of worked my way down. So I played New Leaf, loved it, and then went down to City Folk and, you know, GameCube and Wild World and the previous games after I got used to what the whole franchise was like. You can start with any there's no, like, story in between games or whatever, but my say would be New Horizons. Pumped Alpaca asks, if you had to choose between 3DS and Wii U for the rest of your life, which would it be? 
The only reason why that's a hard choice for me is because my favorite game of all time is on the 3DS. Otherwise, it'd be Wii U, because the games are just higher quality, they're arguably, arguably better. Um... Yeah, that's the only thing that's like hurt. That's like you know hurting me here. It's the 3DS favorite game of all time on there. But Wii U, I'm gonna say Wii U, Wii U, Wii U, Wii U, Wii U, Wii U. Um, the reason why is because not only are there phenomenal games, it's the TV console, and I spend more time playing on on the on the TV than the handheld. I don't mind playing handheld. But I spend more time on the TV than the handheld. And, I mean, the gamepad, I've always liked. I've always liked how there's a bright and happy and jolly home menu. And you have that on the, on the 3DS too. But it's not nearly the same. I have more nostalgia with the Wii U. I have more hours put into the Wii U. I will say the Wii U. I've had better times with the Wii U. And finally, Brooklyn asks, do you think the next Nintendo console will sell as good as the Switch? That's good. Um, My answer for this is it depends. It depends. If the next console looks just like the Switch as we know it, it's not going to sell very well. Because there will be moms at stores being like, well, which one's the, what's what's the new one? Like, what, Switch 1, Switch 2? Oh, they're the same thing. Let's buy the cheaper one. Switch 1. You know, like, it's not going to sell great. Not to mention, you're also going to have the people who think, oh, it's not a brand new console. It's just, you know, the same thing, but like, you know, a Switch Pro. But it does all the same things. Like, if you make it look like that, you're going to have some of those comments like, oh, it's just the exact same thing. I don't need to buy it. Psh, you know, you, you might have some of that. You need to make it look noticeably different. Noticeably. I mean, like have some screens detach. That ain't the same thing. That's a brand new console, you know. Have it that and don't name it the Switch. Don't name it Switch 2. Don't name, don't name it Switch U. Don't name it Switch Bonanza. Don't name it, you know... Happy Switch? No, don't name it Light Switch. Name it the Nintendo something. Name it that. Name it the Nintendo something. Do it that. Because if you name it the Switch, you're also confusing people. We saw this with the Wii and the Wii U. With the Wii, it's a great console. When you make the Wii U, people thought it was the exact same thing, but like a mini little upgrade, okay? So make it something totally different and I think if they do that, if they make it totally different, depending on how different it is, it could sell better than the Switch because Nintendo's hot right now. It it could for sure sell better. However, if it comes out looking just like the Switch, it's going to flop and I'm going to lose my job. Simple as that. <laughs> it's going to flop. But that's it for the Mario Matter episode number 65 thank you all so much for listening watching viewing liking leaving us a five-star review anything that you do in support of the, of the podcast we love you for it thank you check us out on spotify apple youtube whichever platform that you're not listening or watching on we are over there 
feel free if you prefer those platforms to check us out over there. With that said, guys, I'll see you all next Saturday for even more Nintendo news and good old Nintendo fun times. I'll see you all then. I'll give you a good adios. Adios.